welcome to Ask Me About K-Pop, the essential guide for recent converts and seasoned fans alike. My name is Shannon. And I'm Angelica. And we have sexy, squeaky post-concert <laughs> voices today. Yes. So you're in for a treat. Thanks for tuning in <laughs> to this week's sultry edition. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, sultry 17. Oh yeah, that works. Um, yeah, so we saw 17 last night. <laughs> I feel like this is, of all the post-concert wrap-ups we've ever done, this is the only time we've, like, literally done one the next morning. Mm-hmm. And I think you can tell that we are We're exhausted. so tired. We're so tired. I said this before we started recording, but I really do think, like, I'm just equally exhausted and hungover from the excitement and, like, joy and all of the emotions that I felt last night as I am from the like five glasses of wine that we had. So it's just, uh, <laughs> it's a slow, quiet day. Yes. <laughs> but please don't let that imply that last night wasn't one of the best nights of my life <laughs> because it was. So just know that I am very excited. And so, <laughs> yeah, I'm just also very tired. Well, let's reminisce. Let's go through our weekend. Uh We also have some voicemails from you guys who experienced your own 17 concerts in the last week and a half. We'll hear from those in a little bit. But uh, we always talk about our concert attire. This week on Friday night, we put together our new concert outfits. Yep. And we did them real quick because we both decided to keep it simple this time. Because KCON was a, it was a lot. KCON just, it was just really time consuming. It took a long, it was a simple process, but it was just lengthy. Yeah, because our dreams were very large for like Mm -hmm. what we wanted to do. So this year, what I did is I got like a cute little baseball tee with like, uh, like a sapphire blue sleeves. And then I photoshopped a little picture of my sweet boo in a heart. And I made the background of the heart like the same color as the sleeves. Mm-hmm. And then just printed that on an iron-on and put him over my little heart where my little heart is. <laughs> um, and then I like surrounded the heart in little dots of glitter paint to give it some texture. And then I wrote uh, in Korean over the side, I wrote Uribu, which means like our boo. And it's one of something that one of his fanboys always screams at him. Mm-hmm. And it's my favorite. So I just wrote that there. And that was it. Simple this year. Just get it out. Yeah, I like that. It was so cute. It came out so well, and it took you like 10 minutes. Yeah. It was so fast. I was very proud of myself. I was like, look at this, a reasonable objective. Yeah, like, so this, it did feel a lot more reasonable <laughs> this time, I will say, especially since the last project I did took me actual days. Right. <laughs> like the sweater you're wearing today, yeah. like, that took me so long, and I would like stop, and I'd come back the next day and be like, how can I fix it? And like, it took so long. But uh, this time, yeah, we kept it simple, much more reasonable. So I got a sweatshirt, like an oversized white sweatshirt, which I'm wearing again today. (laughs) Um, uh, And on top of the pocket, I found a photograph of all 13 of them. It's like an early photograph. It's from a couple years ago. But all 13 of them are standing in a line leaning on the person in front of them. Um, And so I just like cut that out and printed it and stuck it right on top of the pocket of the hoodie. So it looks like they're they're standing. standing Yeah, it looks like they're standing on top of the seam, um, which worked out well because the frame of the photo like cut off some of their feet. And now you can't tell because it's behind the seam. Um, And then in the corner where there's would normally be a logo, like a little polo or something, um, I just painted 
with blue and pink and white, the 17 logo, the little like triangle yeah, logo. Yeah, she used tape and rulers and everything, so it looks hella yeah, legit. it's really, really exact, and I love it. I uh, thought I did a good job. You did a good job. <laughs> so that was Friday. We had outfits checked off uh -huh. the list. And we also spent some time putting together some little marketing boxes. Yes. <laughs> um, Shannon got, well, we've always had, we've had our buttons for a while, and then Shannon got some beautiful business cards printed. And so uh, the night that we made our shirts, we also decided to stick some pins on the, the buttons on the business cards. And they look so cute. They do look so cute. Stay tuned for potential potential volunteer opportunities well yeah i gotta work out some details but yeah. just stay tuned on that front anyway <laughs> so that was friday and then on saturday um unfortunately angelica had to work so mm -hmm. i tried to conquer my fears <laughs> to do something i've never done before which is go to a little k-pop birthday party cup sleeve event um a birthday party yeah did you idol. say it was a birthday I think I did. I'm sorry. I I'm my brain's working at like seventy percent, you guys. I'm but I doing honestly my don't best. know if I said. It. I think I said idol birthday party. Okay, cups okay, okay, okay. Sorry. No, it's okay. <laughs> no, but I'd never been to one of those before, because I honestly didn't realize they were happening as often as they are. Because when I got to this place, they had like a wall of like like a wall of fame of the cup sleeves mm -hmm. they'd done in the last six months. And they had had an Onu Mino birthday in December, and they made the cup sleeves with pictures of both of them in their uniforms. And I was like, how did I miss this? If I had known, we got to start following that that coffee shop. Yeah. On. Shout out to Cafe Bene <laughs> on Wilshire in Los Angeles. Yeah. They apparently put on a ton of birthday events. So we're going to have to start following them and keep up. Yeah, so Boo Day LA was the name of the event. It was organized by, like, a handful of nice fans. Um, my regret is that I didn't know that you could, like, pre-order the cute, like, goods that they had made, mm. like the stickers and the fans and stuff. I thought it was, like, a first-come, first-serve. And it essentially was after people had. So I should have reserved stuff because I only got a cup sleeve, which is still beautiful. Mm -hmm. um, but anyway... They had like decorated the upstairs, the upstairs like study room in this cafe uh, with like all kinds of boo stuff. There was like yellow balloons everywhere and the bookshelves in the room they had like covered in like 17 albums and boo dolls and like standees of boo. I've never seen his face so many times <laughs> like ever. Walking up the stairs there were like pictures of boo like lining the staircases and then there was a whole wall that was dedicated to his Instagram and there was a whole wall of like gorgeous fan art that people had drawn of him and they'd printed out little QR codes so that you could like follow everybody. It was so genius. Um, so shout out to everybody who put that on. But uh, I was terrified to go. I, like, put on my shirt, my KCON shirt that I thought I'd never get to wear again, my, mm -hmm. like, framed number one sun shirt. And then I started panicking. And so I got on Twitter and I was like, I need you guys to give me my own advice and tell me to fucking go. And people were like, you'll regret it if you don't. And I was like, that's exactly what I would tell you. So you're right. <laughs> so I got on the train. I went down there. I was very scared. <laughs> I like talked to some nice teens behind me in line, but not very well. And then I awkwardly gave like six people buttons and then I circled the room twice and then I had to peace out. I couldn't do it. <laughs> I'm really bad at being alone in public, but I tried. But it was really nice to like get to look at everything and like celebrate my son. So I am glad that I went. 
I am glad that I went. I'm proud of you for going by yourself. (laughs) I know it's hard to do those things. And it's also hard, like, to go to those things, but then also to, like, turn to someone and be like, so, like, we both like this thing, obviously. (laughs) Like, what's your deal? (laughs) That's hard to do. And I know that it could be that simple, um, but it feels like it isn't. And I also get the vibe whenever I'm at these kinds of things. Like, it, I feel the same vibe when you, like, go to Choice Music or whatever. Mm. It's like, you know everybody around you, like, totally gets you. And you could talk about anything. But, like, I feel like K-pop fans as a whole might be, like, socially awkward, <laughs> like, introverted people in general Maybe. already. And so everybody doesn't want to be the person. I don't know. I'm Anyway... I, I, I have I have met some extroverted. <laughs> oh, I, feel I like there's we've plenty. definitely met a lot of extroverted K-pop fans, but maybe as a general trend, we tend to be more on the introverted side. Uh-huh. Um, but I'm proud of you for going. Thank you. I'm glad that I went. It was really nice to see, and it was cute. And yeah, now I'm just gonna have to like keep an eye out. And for, now like, we know, and maybe things. for the next one we can go together. Yeah, yeah. So that was Saturday. That was Boo Day. Mm-hmm. Um, and then. It was concert Sunday time. It was concert day. Um, before we get into our night at the concert, do you want to visit the voicemail and hear some from some listeners? Let's do it. Hello. Um, okay. So me and my friend. Um, okay. Long story short. <laughs> my friend is a huge fan of Seventeen. Like me and her baby. And so we got tickets to go to the Dallas show. And right now, um, we're camping out. <laughs> Basically, we're not allowed to do it on the property. So they said we can wait in our cars and come out during business hours to wait and then go away and then come back. So I guess there's like a person with a clipboard and they're keeping track and all such stuff. Mind you, I don't really condone. <laughs> Um, camping out, but the thing is, my friend spent, like, almost my rent money <laughs> for these tickets, so we're like, okay, well, damned if we do and damned if we don't, so here we are and my friend's car. It's, like, 40 degrees outside, and we're just, like, you know, chilling and waiting, but yeah, um, I just want to let you guys know that we stand 17 so much. We're camping in the car. But I really hope um, you guys' experience for 17 is really fun and all that. So, yeah. And, yeah, Ming Hao's great. Okay. Bye. Thanks for all the things that you do on your podcast. I absolutely love it. Uh, I look forward to it every Wednesday. And, yeah. But we love you from Miranda and L'Oreal. Bye. Wow, Miranda and L'Oreal camping in a car. I hope you had a great time. I hope you got to stand so close to the barrier and that it was totally worth it. Yeah, I hope I hope that it was. I've I've never done that for a concert. Oh before. no, no, no. Me yeah. either. But Ming Hao is great. <laughs> Next. Stand in Angelica. It's Slowpoke Megan. I am currently walking to the Smart Financial in Sugarland to see seventeen. Um, we just got news that poor baby V8 is not going to be able to perform tonight, but that's okay. His health is more important. I feel like I'm going to throw up. <laughs> I always feel that way before a concert. But I'm very excited. I'm here with my bestest friend in the world, Kara, and my bestest brother in the world, Xander. All right. 
we're going to go into the venue. Um, I will try and call during the concert because I think that'd be cool. Um, and I will talk to you guys later. Goodbye. Did she call during I the concert? I think it's this. It's so complicated. You can hear me. You can probably hear everybody else around me very well. Uh, my name is on stage. Hold on, let me see who else. It's hard to see. Um, can, can you hear this? This is going to be really awkward for y'all. Oh my god, TK. Oh, I'm going to die. Oh no, I can't hear where that is. Wait, does that mean that me and on the other side? Oh guys. Megan, great to hear from you again. Um, you sound like you had a wonderful time. Yes. I don't know how much of your in-concert email or in-concert voicemail just made it onto the pod just now because it was pretty hard to understand. But yes. I love the commitment. Yeah, and I do specifically remember that I like know exactly which part of the concert you called us during because you have your description of their clothing. Um but yeah, you sound like you had an excellent time. I know that uh, the eight, my 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 baby Ming Hao, he got sick um, when they were performing in Texas, so he sat out for the Houston show, um, and so that was like the weekend before the LA show. So we were a little worried he wouldn't be there, but then um, he performed in Mexico City on mm-hmm. Friday, and he did perform in LA on Sunday. All right. Um, before we get to the next voice, we all just have to point out because it made me laugh. This voicemail thing we use tries to uh, transcript the voicemails, oh, yeah. and it's very wrong a lot of the time. And whenever you guys say the eight, it puts V8 juice. <laughs> it like, assumes that that's what you want, and I think that's funny. It also, every single time it transcribes someone saying, hey, Shannon and Angelica, it, cha- like, it can't decide what you guys are saying, and every single voicemail has it transcribed in a slightly in a different, different way. way. It's so funny. Okay, last one. Hello, this is Jenna, long-time listener, first-time caller. I'm just calling because I just finished watching the V-Live of Seventeen's O2 concert, and I have so many feelings that I haven't sorted through yet, but mostly I just loved it, and it felt really special to watch it at home because I couldn't quite get to a concert. I loved watching everyone. I loved all of the songs. I'm so proud of them. They've grown so much in so many ways and dancing and vocals. And it was just so great. And I hope you guys had the best time. You're probably watching the encore and I don't get that with the V-Live purchase. And that's okay because I'll probably end up re-watching the concert eventually. Um, anyways, I hope you guys had so much fun. I loved watching it. I love Seventeen and I love K-pop. And I hope you have a great, safe, wonderful evening goodbye oh jenna it's so nice to hear your voice for real (laughs) for the first time i know um yes our dear friend jenna uh you know k-pop concerts they don't always go to a city near you um but 17 live streamed their la show on v live um exo did that too for their last concert it was like 30 35 bucks to watch um 
I don't know how much the 17 one was. That's how much the, the XO one was. Um, but yeah, so many people got to tune into that one via the internet, which yeah. is a great option. Um, and I'm so glad that you got to see it, Jenna. I thought of you so many times. <laughs> I also saw, and it made me laugh, our friend Natalie also bought the V-Live last night, even though she saw us oh, yeah. like, a week ago. <laughs> I, thought, I saw that too. I thought that was really funny. I saw her comment that was like, I just paid real dollars for this. And I was like, didn't you just see them? Like, didn't you already see this concert in person? But that's just a but test to how good it is. To how good the show was. So, that's okay. How good it is. Let's get into Let's it. Let's talk about our experience at the 17 concert. So... I tried to take notes so that Angelica could be fully present. Yes. And before we get into like the show itself, though, uh, which I do thoroughly appreciate you volunteering to take those notes. um, I wouldn't have had the I hadn't even thought about it, actually, (laughs) to be honest. Like halfway through the show, you turned to me and you were like, don't worry, I'm taking notes. And I was like, oh, should I have been taking notes? Uh, But no. The Lyft driver that oh we my god have, yes we have we there's have a lot to give him a okay, shout yes. out because uh, so we took a lift from my place to the forum uh, which is where the show was so it's like a thirty minute ride or so um, and our driver had already taken two people to the seventeen concert so he yes. asked us like what's going on there tonight mm-hmm. and as you all know, if anyone opens the door and asks us about K-pop, <laughs> our favorite thing, then you're going to hear about it. So yeah. we spent the entire drive, like, talking to this dude about, like, what we love about K-pop. Yeah, we because we, we told him it was a K-pop concert, and he was like, oh, man, like, K-pop's getting really big. Like, you guys into K-pop? Like, I don't know anything about it or whatever. And he was really, like, sweet and, like, genuinely asked us a lot of questions. Mm-hmm. And um, so that was really fun that he was like interested in the genre of music itself but then he also asked us he like listens to to stitcher he like uses yeah, he stitcher. Knows podcast stuff. and so we talked to him about the podcast too which was really fun because then we got to talk about like you know all the different aspects of k-pop that we cover and he was like right. wow this is such a like multifaceted industry like i'm gonna have to get into it and then it was like so what about like this group that you're seeing like tell me about them and it's like they're amazing like you have to get into them man yeah, and then you said you, he asked about, like, the experience of K-pop concerts, and we talked about, like, the fan chants and the light sticks and how it's so wild. And you said the only thing you've ever seen that compares showmanship-wise is Beyonce. Which and he was I like, stand oh, by. well, I, do you know if there's scalpers outside this event? Like, I think I need to see this show with you Yeah, guys. he was like, yeah, he was like, you, you've you sold me. Like, I've got to I've gotta check these guys out now. And I honestly stand by that comparison. So I, like, a couple years ago got to see... The Mrs. Carter World Tour, I think. Um, She performed at Dodger Stadium. And I went by myself, which is the only time I've gone to a concert by myself. And I, like, made friends with the people around me. So that same, like, idea of community, like, a community of fans was there. And then, obviously, like, the show was impeccable from start to finish. And that's the same as, especially a 17 concert. I think this show was, like, impeccable from start to finish. So, like, detail-oriented and flawless every note live and then of course like you have people around you who are like loving the same thing and the girl who was next to us was by herself and so I stand by my comparison that the only performance I've ever seen that rivals the amazingness of a a k-pop show is Beyonce herself so wow 
See, yeah, so it convinced our driver he was great. We gave him one of our button business cards mm -hmm. and he said he was gonna listen. So I hope you're hearing yeah. this right now. So shout out to that guy. Five stars. Five stars. Sorry. And another shout out before we get into the show. Before the show, we got to meet a lovely listener named Savannah, and she was so nice, and we had such a nice talk, and she brought a sweet letter for us. And yes. I'm so touched. And the, the, she included little pictures, a little picture of uh, the eight, a little picture of Boo um, for each of us, uh, and it was so nice to meet her before the show. I think that she was in the, she was like on the floor. I believe so. Because um, she told us afterwards. And she sent us. These pictures that are so close. Oh, I didn't see the pictures that she sent. Oh, give me, give me, give me. She I said didn't see these. she tweeted that Ming Hao spit like threw water. Threw on water her. at her. Yes, I saw that. That's how close. Oh my God, she's so close. <sighs> she can see all the hairs on his head. Oh my God, this is amazing. Wow, Savannah. Wow. I'm amazing. I mean, I'm amazing. You're amazing. This is amazing. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> but wow, this is this is incredible. I'm so happy for you. She has so many good pictures of Woozy. And so she was wearing a Woozy shirt and she like had a Woozy fan. So you really got to see him just like up close right and there. personal. I'm so happy for you. And I'm so happy that we got to meet you. Yes. Thanks for coming up and, and finding us in the crowd. Yes. Um, we love that stuff. Okay. Show time. The show itself. Um, we were sitting, we had great seats. The mm -hmm. forum, I'd never been there before, but that's where you saw Got Seven. It is. Um, and it's a great venue. Like, it's not very big. Um, there aren't any obstructed views. I, I think, think it's, it's like perfect. I was saying yeah. to my husband today that I think that, that like BTS's stadiums aside, I think that, like, the forum is the perfect K pop venue mm. because, like, the Staples Center works for KCON because they put the stage in the middle. And the yeah. Staples Center is like a sports venue where you're, all the seats are supposed to be looking straight down at the basketball court. Mm -hmm. So when they put, like at Monster X, when they put the stage all the way over to the side, yeah. then the seats on this are so far away. And it's like very hard to fill the Staples Center because it's enormous. Yeah. But like the forum is a perfect size where it's like giant and you can still fit thousands of people in there. But... Even the highest up seats are like the second row of the Staples Center. Yeah, like. exactly. The the no, the quote unquote nosebleeds of the forum, which is where we're sitting for Super M. And I was worried it was going to be really far you were away. Like, I'm bringing binoculars. Yeah, but we won't need because them. I was picturing the Staples Center, which when I look when I look up at the nosebleeds of the first, the Staples Center has like five levels. It's so big, and so like the nosebleeds of the Staples Center give me vertigo just thinking about being up there. So, mm -hmm. like, that's what I had pictured in my head as the forum was basically just, like, the same seating setup of the Staples Center, but, like, half, right? right? And, like, not the whole way around, like, just on one side of the stage. But the, the quote-unquote, no, the highest seats in the forum are, like, the third row of the Staples <laughs> Center. So I was like, oh, we're going to have great <laughs> seats. We're like, this is amazing. Um, and we had even better seats this time. We were so close. Yeah. Um, incredible view. And the girl sitting next to us, um, she was there by herself. Uh, she'd gotten the ticket as a 16th birthday present, yeah. which was so sweet. Um, and she was having a great time. Her, I, my like heart broke for her at the beginning because her ultimate bias is Escoops, who um, our sweet leader of 17 is still taking a break um, mm -hmm. for his own mental health. And so 
also uh, she was like, I'm glad that he's taking a break. Like he deserves it. And I hope that he's resting well. I'm just, you know, I just miss him a lot. And I was like, I get you, girl. It's okay. Um, But she seemed to have an excellent, excellent time. Yeah. Um, So, yeah. All right. So let's get into my notes. So we opened with what I have written down as book VCR. It was like (laughs) a very slow, very, very slow VCR of the members, like, walking very slowly in, like, empty deserts. And then there was, like, close-ups of, like, books and the pages, like, Mm -hmm. blowing. And, like, desks and lamps and hands. I don't know. Book VCR is what I write. Okay, so then... The lights are out. The smoke is rising. Oh We're God. all screaming. Where are they going to come from? Where are they going to come And the whole from? stage, Where are like, they gonna come there's from? like a back part and then a little like aisle. And so it kind of looks like a capital I. Yeah. Like an Eng- uh, the English letter I in capital with the like top and bottom. And uh, it's all covered in smoke and the lights turn red. And then pop out of the middle. It was just Jonghan. Just, just like, Jonghan, boom. All by himself. And I was looking at the back of the stage because that's where I thought they were going to come uh-huh. from. So from my perspective, he just appeared as if from, because I didn't see him jump or land. Uh-huh. I just saw him standing there and I was like, magic. <laughs> and then one by one, members are appearing out of the smoke at the front and mm-hmm. the back of the stage. And they all have these huge oh my neck God, these cuff collar things. That, like collars cover that their noses. All the way to their nose. Fashion. So that when Mingyu started the verse he he had the microphone on the outside of his collar and you couldn't see his mouth moving but you could hear him clear as day <laughs> um so they started out with getting closer mm-hmm. and they uh, when they like took off the uh collars the big collar things because they weren't attached to the jackets that were that they were wearing it was just like a separate piece on yes top. um they were wearing what we have now decided is like the official current opening act or like opening outfit mm-hmm. of the last like four K-pop shows we've seen. Yeah, bedazzled mariachi the dazzled jackets. Mariachi jackets. It's the way to go. It's a great look. It catches <laughs> the light. Oh yeah, perfectly. Um, and Seventeen loves to do so. They have like these black jackets with like silver rhinestones and bedazzlements all over them in like all different ways. Um, and then underneath they're wearing just like white like silky shirts of slightly different styles and on top of the silver on top of the white shirts they have like chain like jewelry harnesses or whatever Mm -hmm. so that even when they take off the mariachi jackets later on in the show they still have like bling on the on their like white shirts to catch the eye they're all sparkled up um, so yes, they did getting closer and then when they ended getting closer they like all disappeared and then Jonghan like did like a dramatic run and mm-hmm. then he like jumped into the abyss. Like he just like jumped yeah. to the floor. They like, cause they all walk <laughs> to the back of the stage or they like walk off. They just like come out and like hit you hard with getting closer and then they all leave. And Jonghan looks like he jumps off the stage in the back. And then they did another VCR where they were all wearing suits and it was the VCR where they like turn their heads and it's like, DK. Yeah. Like, ugh, some <laughs> quote. Like, they say it's the intro VCR yeah. where everybody gets, like, a nameplate and everyone cheers. Like, mm-hmm. ah! So that was next, suit VCR. Then they did Rock My Head. It's just called Rock. Oh, it's just called Rock. And it's from uh, <laughs> an EP called Boys B, which is from 2015. This is their second EP, like, ever. So this is a very old song. I was actually, no, I have. So I've watched um, several 
So I found like a playlist online of all of the V live streams of 17's like previous concerts. So I've seen them do that live. I did not expect them to do it in this particular tour. Mm. Um, but yeah, that song is, <laughs> it's not the best 17 song, but it, I, it has like grown on me. I will say like, I like that song, but I acknowledge that it's not a great song. No, it's a, it's a fun <laughs> concerty song. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's yeah, just yeah, like yeah. a fun concerty. It's song. very loud. It's just very loud. It reminds me of early monster X. And yeah. Like, it's just like a, yeah. Um, then they did clap. Yes, then they did clap. Mm -hmm. That's from their first, nope, second album, Teenage. Um, then I wrote, then it was time for the Mint, mm -hmm. and then I wrote in parentheses, Hoshi Holds Court. Because when it, like, got, like, they were just going down the line, like, hello, I'm Han, nice to meet you. Mm -hmm. And then, like, three of them would trickle off backstage at a time. And then when Hoshi got the mic, he, like, strutted out all the way to the front of the stage and was, like, making everyone chant Prince at him. Yeah. And then he was, like, and then he was, like, what's my name? And everyone was, like, Hoshi! And I was, like, this is crazy. Like, he yeah. was just, and he looked so cheeky doing it. Like, he just had so much power and he, like, loved it. Oh, yeah. And and he would like, like swish stop his hands them. to make everybody stop. And then he would like start it up again. <laughs> and he he had us do like three different chants to the point where when he was finally done, like 10 minutes later and everyone was like, he had just had the crowd like eating out of the palm of his hand. So Quan goes over and is just like, which chant, like how many chants are you going to do this time? Like how, what? You're, who are you? Are you a tiger? <laughs> are you midnight? Are you a prince? Like, what's your yeah, deal? Yeah, like, what time is it? Like, who is Hoshi? Like, what are you, who even are you anymore? And it was so funny. And he was, like, trying to make fun of him in English, which was great. They did have a translator yes. who did an excellent job. Um, and the boys are obviously used to touring with this translator um, because they did a very good job of like saying a little bit and then waiting for her to translate it and then saying it a little bit. Um, but she was just a disembodied voice. She wasn't like, they it were, wasn't like an MC situation. It was very funny though. Like Joshua felt, it seemed like Joshua was very torn because he would start answering in Korean and then be like, and everyone was like, you speak, e like you speak English. And then he would like speak some English and then like go, but like, and it was yeah. just like, dude, you can like, you can, you don't have to use the translator. Like you yeah. can just speak English to us. And but he, he was, would like, Ugh. he even accidentally translated for himself at yes. one point and then like caught himself and, and sort of laughed, which was adorable. Um, but I think he seemed really nervous. He, I uh, mm -hmm. was kind of surprised that he like didn't talk a lot um, because sometimes he will like, especially because he is like a good MC and he does that for the group sometimes. So being in his own hometown and like being able to speak English, um, I am surprised that he sort of didn't do that for them but he mentioned in his opening statement that like he had some friends from high school that were in the audience and like some family were there and like yeah he might have I I feel like a similar thing happened when I saw God 7 mm. because like Jackson and Mark and Bam Bam like they all speak English Jin Young does pretty good too but nobody but Bam Bam was talking and he was getting so frustrated <laughs> because yeah. like no one was helping him but like Mark's whole high school was there like mm -hmm. so I think he was like too nervous and like yeah. didn't want to say anything yeah. so like poor Bam Bam had to talk the whole time mm -hmm. and this isn't the first time that uh, that 17 has performed in LA obviously we've seen them at KCON um, but this is the first world tour yeah. that they've done in LA um, so I think it was like a little bit 
bit of a bigger performance. Um, and the 17 Carat USA fan club um, did a little fan project beforehand and they had made these Welcome Home Joshua banners and had like set them out on everybody's chair before the show started, mm-hmm. which was really cool. Um, and so that was really nice. That yeah, it's these fun. I got to, like, to add another. I have three 17 fan banners now because of the three times that I've seen them and I have them all hung up. Oh, you have them all? Mm-hmm. I think I only I think I only have two. But yeah. I know. I can't believe you've seen them three times. It's pretty wild. Um, Okay. So then after their mints and Hoshi, like, (laughs) after, yeah. Then they did Thanks, but it had like an acoustic, like, Boys to Men acapella Mm -hmm. intro. That was really, really cool. Yeah. Um, I loved seeing that live. And then that they did Don't Want to Cry immediately after it was just like too much. I think this was when you were. Crying for this the first is when I started. Time. Yeah, this was the first time <laughs> that I cried. Um, I on I like fully expected myself to cry at a certain point in this show, and I kind of because I had been like so excited, and even because we got to the show like an hour before, and like when we got out of the lift, I was like jumping like through the parking mm-hmm. lot, like I can't wait, it's gonna happen, it's here. Um, and so I part of me was like, I, tears are just gonna start flowing like when the lights go down, like I'll just immediately burst. Right. Um, but the hearing each one of them like talk and then they ended their meant by saying like this next one's like for the fans like blah and then they did thanks and it was so beautiful and then they like immediately went into don't want to cry and I don't know why don't want to cry is the one that got me because it's it's not my favorite 17 song but I do remember seeing like knowing of 17 and watching them do that uh when they first came to LA for their first KCON. Yes, that's my intro to 17 mm-hmm. is don't want to cry because of the choreo was so impressive. Yes, it was so impressive and, and watching like, oh, Woozy wow. do his little like flips around uh-huh. them while he was also singing live. Um both like back in whatever year they first came to KCON and then also seeing them do it again. I just instantly, like I just started to cry and I cried through the whole thing. Ironically, um, the song don't want to cry, cry. but that was wonderful. I loved it. And I love that they did it on the closer stage. Um, yeah, because I love that song and it was so fun to see it. Okay. After that we had, I like my notes, sad bed, white t-shirt VCR (laughs) murder wall. There was also a murder wall in the VCR. Um, A murder wall is like a term that my friend Rachel Mm -hmm. came up, or I don't know if she came up with it, but it's my one of my favorite TV and movie tropes where someone has the wall with the pictures and the string connecting all the clues. It's called murder wall, and they're great. Uh, So there was one in that VCR. (laughs) I don't know what was going on, but then the the VCR ended with like close ups of the of the performance team or it was like put, all, all of them putting no, harnesses all of them on. putting on harnesses cuz like i said under their mariachi jackets they like to wear uh like oh, silver bleeds. bejeweled harnesses and so then the vcr ended with them like harnessing mm. themselves up like strapping in getting ready for business um but the the vcr included all of the members but it did sort of start to group them so it implied that we were moving into our uh unit stages stages. which we were so first up was hip-hop unit Mm -hmm. um minus coops so it was just the three of them but i think they held well and they They kept all his lines in and they would just like leave a spotlight where he wasn't Mm -hmm. like it was nice um they did trauma first Mm -hmm. And I wrote Leather Wanu, 
because oh, he yeah. was wearing like full leather. Wanwu's like stunningly beautiful last night. He, I mean, he always is, but he his star he is really great. rising. I like I've been noticing that every time Seventeen is on TV, he's been like trending in Korea. Like people oh, are really very latched onto Wanwu right, onto Wanwu right now because they think he's like an ideal handsome. He's an ideal handsome. He is an ideal handsome. He's beautiful. Um, and then they did Chili, which I laughed very hard at because that's like my favorite Silly 17 song. And I was I excited to song. see them do it. I love real. Chili so much. It's so good. Um, and I do think that they did well, just the three of them. I thought it was really sweet that, um, I mean, the whole performance was live and incredible. Like 17 doesn't need backing tracks and they like definitely didn't rely on them here. Uh, but they did keep in all for every single song. Coops's lines were included in the in the track which yeah. is nice they didn't just divide up his parts um then oh wonderful then it was performance unit time uh, lily yabai for the second time in my life in front of my eyes and those, i love it i like I'm, i can't believe we've gotten to see that twice they came out in these like they were all wearing black and then they had these like gorgeous silky silvery shiny robes on over their black and these like ribbons of white fabric had dropped from the sky and part of me was like are we about to get some aerial show show right now which would have been amazing um but no they just did like a sort of extended like dance intro to Liliaba, and then um we got to see that again Mm -hmm. um and then they did they came out uh, to the front stage to do yeah trust me whisper trust me whisper oh that was very fun i love it and they took off the robes because they were mean in business uh, now here's the part where I started to get emotional, and this was vocal team yeah. because they did hug me, which or is it just it's, it's just, just called, called hug. hug. They it's did hug, hug, which is a song that on multiple occasions in my real life, if it comes on on a certain day, I will just cry through hug. Absolutely, <laughs> the first so hug is on uh, the you make my dawn or you made my dawn album, which is the same one that has like getting closer and chilly and shh, um, and. The first time I ever heard it, I definitely cried. Like the first time I sat and listened through the album. Um, and then Don't Listen in Secret again. That is my favorite song. Our starring moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely. That was the second time that I cried. Um, <laughs> second time I've cried to that song. Second time I cried in this show. In the show. Um, next up was something that I had to write question marks about and didn't find out the answer to till after the show. But DK in the hip hop unit did a song called Space. Yes. And what is it It's from, from so uh, the song Space is from their first studio album, which is called Love and Letter. It came out in 2016. Um, that's, the so- that's the album that has... Um, no, uh, f- nice. So I just like <laughs> totally blanked. Uh, that's the album that has nice on it. Um, and so the vocal unit was the last group to do their unit stage. So four of them walked off and DK stayed. And then the hip, the three members of the hip hop unit like came back out and they did the song together, which, which is a song that just has those five members, the, um, for members of the vocal, I mean, the hip hop team and DK, which I actually didn't know because I've never seen that song performed live. And it's Mm -hmm. from, it's like a B side off of their first album. So I've never seen a music video for it. I never like went looking for one. I didn't really think anything of it, but I totally assumed it was a 13 member song, a 13 member song. So I was really surprised to see that live. And I love that song. I keep telling you this and I'll continue to do it until you buy the album, but love and letter is the, especially the repackaged version. 
highly recommend it to anyone who like if you don't have 17 music and you're interested in hearing what they do get that one because it's all of the b-sides are good and all of the performance or all of the unit songs on it are excellent great album love and letter um next thing i wrote down is and helica is crying smile flower (laughs) (laughs) ah smile flower it's so pretty That's a full 13 unit song, 13 member song. Um, It's off of their album Going 17, which is also very good. That's the one that has fast pace and don't listen in secret on it. Um, Yeah, excellent. Then I wrote Emotional. VCR I missed for wine. I went to the bar. (laughs) What happened in that VCR? Do you remember? No. I feel like (laughs) I don't. I mean, we could get to this in a post wrap up, but on the topic, I will say that I. I found the VCRs for this particular show to be lacking. I agree. Um, because every single one of them was just silence mm-hmm. and them like turning over their shoulders and walking slowly. Like there was no like drama. None of them were fun. Like I feel like I've never seen a K-pop show where there isn't at least like one funny VCR. Yeah. I kept thinking about the um, the shiny concerts that we've seen. No, EXO doesn't have funny VCRs. Uh, no, sometimes they do with like CDX. The elf thing, and the elf shoes, they've done wacky VCRs Oh, you're before. right, you're right, those stupid shoes. Um, but I kept thinking of the shiny one where uh, Mino's like doing the push-ups against the wall, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. And he's like in that goofy tracksuit. I think it's to Wolf. I don't remember. But anyway, I was also thinking the same thing. Like the these VCRs were kind of boring. They were beautiful because it's like they're beautiful. Um, but it was just them being beautiful in like slow motion. So it didn't they none of them had a plot. Yeah. And there wasn't anything like sketchy or silly. They were all just like very similar, yeah. like high fashion uh, plot, like plotless, plotless, whatever, which is fine. Mm-hmm. But it's a thing. I Plotless noticed. aesthetic videos. It's a thing I noticed. Okay, so when they came back from whatever VCR that was, now the set said 17 Museum, and there was, like, columns yeah. and, like, easels and stuff, and they were all wearing, like, pajamas. Yeah, Not they were. pajamas, but, but Ming Hao was, like, wearing no, pajamas. Ming Hao's wearing pajamas, and everybody else is wearing, <laughs> like, Ming Hao's outfit doesn't match anybody else's because it's, like, navy blue, and it's literal striped pajamas, and then everybody else is wearing, like, cute pastel uh like sort of newsboy-ish like slacks with like a button-up and suspenders in like a variety of different combinations yeah very oversized tucked in everyone else just has like oversized tucked in button and all in like a pastel color pastel brown cream light pink color palette and then ming hao is there in his like navy blue (laughs) striped pajamas pants um and they so they're like set up i think they did one of the year-end shows with a similar stage like Uh setting because they have these like huge these three huge like Frames. frames on the stage and it starts out with them like posing like mannequins um like in the frame in different groupings um and they did like a little sketch and they obviously had like a script prepared. Um, but I just want to play this little clip of when, um, so they had obviously had like some kind of script, um, and they had to say certain lines, but Ming Yu decided to go off script and really left Ming Hao V8 
dangling in the wind, not sure what to do. I think someone is here. I love you. I think someone is really here. No, what are you talking about? I'm talking about the egg. Oh my god. <laughs> so lost and confused. He just wants to stick to the script, you guys. He learned his one English line. Don't derail him, Mingyu. Um, so they did pre adore you and then pretty you. Mm-hmm. And oh my, in these adorable jammy outfits. Yes. And then then they, I died. Yeah. Because they did just do it by BSS, but as all of them. Yeah. And I couldn't take it. So they all came to the front part of the stage and they said, so that song starts with them saying, they call us Boo Sock Soon. And it said, they they call us 17. And they like all came to the front of the stage to do it. And that choreography is so fun. I love that song. It's so it made great. Me so, that yeah. part made me so happy. Yeah. Um, okay, then was it was joyful. another VCR, and this one had, like, mysterious dartboards and, like, secret notes and Casablanca something. I don't know. Oh, yeah, it was, like, the boys were in different rooms and, like, buildings and situations, and they kept finding, like, this old parchment that had the words written by 17 oh, on written, it. Oh, written by SVT, that's Yeah, right. written by SVT, and they kept things. finding it in different places. Places or like being handed it or handing it to other people. I know like Boo was in the bathroom or something and he like lifted up the hand towel and it was like underneath the <laughs> hand towel. Yeah, so that was weird. Uh, then they came out again and did Good to Me. Mm-hmm. Yes, they changed into their little kimonos that they, um, kimono oh, tops and, and cummerbunds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did some music show performances in those outfits when they came out with Fear. Oh, it's the music video outfit from Fear. Where okay, so they did Good to Me and Happy Ending in those mm-hmm. outfits. Um, and then I wrote Mint, and then I don't know why I wrote this, but I wrote Excuse Me Where You Going. Like, that sounds like maybe something Boo said, but now I don't remember the context. But I wrote it down. Oh, no, I, I don't think, know why. I think you wrote that down because they said, uh, like, this next one is our last song. And then they left the stage. So was that probably, like, your commentary of, like, excuse me, where are you going? I don't know. I'm strong. They definitely didn't say anything Nobody like that. Nobody said anything like yeah. that. All I have from I my only notes, I, <laughs> I will say my only notes are the, like, four messages that I sent to Jenna while I was watching, um, which were (laughs) at this point, it would say it would be like about 10 PM. And so the messages were Shua's meant crying emoji, DK's English, get out of here. And that's it. (laughs) So, um, so they just had like a nice emotional meant and they were really cute. And I guess DK spoke cute English and they left the stage and And then they they came back. Well, they did fear. Yeah. For fear. Okay. And then they like walked to the back of the stage and like the lights went down and then they started up again. And then we saw the book VCR from the beginning again. Mm. More of that. Um, then they did 19 and I wrote, everybody's shirt is different because they were all wearing like t-shirts that said, oh, yeah, yeah, but every single one had like a different logo, a different font, a different color. It was like they all had Ode to You shirts, but they were all, like, different shirts. Yes, each one of them was different. Um, So, like, when they let—after they did Fear, which was their, like, 
like closing number. Yeah, their like technical closing number. They left the stage and changed out of their like black and white silky cummerbund shirts and into like jeans and t-shirts. And I wonder if, I mean, I'm sure that all of those shirts are like the merch for the show, Mm. but I wonder if each one of them designed one again because they've done that before um, so that they have like an individual shirt. Um, but yeah, some of them were black, some of them were white. They all had like different styles of writing um, and it was really cute. I just cute. noticed it because I'm used to the the K-pop finale. Everyone in the tour shirt, but two of them have cut the sleeves off or like, mm. you know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. like everyone has the same shirt on. So I was like, oh, all of their shirts are different. How yeah. neat. Um, and so then the final, final encore, 19 and hit. Yeah, they did the song 19, which is a an old OST. Um, and the, actually, it's not an old OST. It's from 2019. Um, but it's an OST. And then they did like a very lazy version of Hit. They like didn't do the full choreography. Um, but it was still fun to see. And they had played the music video for Hit like before the... They were playing music videos before the show. Yeah, be- before the show started, they were playing a bunch of music videos and I guess they had played the music video for Hit. Um, and because by the time they did it for the encore, I turned to you and I was like, didn't they already do this song? And you were like, no, that was the music video before the show started. <laughs> I was like, oh, I don't know, I'm drunk. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, they did that a couple times and then they like, you know, pretended to go away and then they were like, hit, like, let me drop the, ah! and then they would like come back out um, like a couple times and then they really, did they do that? They really, I truly don't remember. They did it at least once or twice. Okay. Um, Because I remember at KCON when they did Audrey Nice like 7,000 times and wouldn't stop doing it. They didn't do it as many times as they did. Or like when Astro wouldn't stop doing it. I guess either I was drunk or I didn't know that they kept coming back. Like I've seen other people continue to come back forever and ever. Well, they didn't do it as many. I think they only did it like once. Okay. Once or twice. Um, but yeah. But yeah. So that, that was, was the, the show. show. Um, overall and thoughts? Or I know that we all expressed that us and Jenna like expressed some disappointment that there weren't more recent songs performed. Like yeah. Snapshoot or 24-7 or anything. Like- or Network Love. Like I, I am very surprised and a little bit disappointed that they didn't do a lot of their most recent album. If only because that's just sort of what I expected. Right, because um, that's what's new. You'd think yeah, that's what Yeah, you would, would think doing. that they would be touring there. Cause, especially because it's called, an ode, the concert is called An Ode to You. Um, and... So I just assumed that they would be doing most of um, most of those songs. I definitely assumed that we would get to see Snapshoot, and I'm really surprised that they didn't choose to do that as at least like an encore song. Um, but yeah, most of the music that they did, like they did a whole, they did a huge variety of things as far as like they do, they perform songs that are from like all of uh, every single year of their career is represented in this set list. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and, and I don't know, I guess in the like previous concerts that I watched, I never paid it because I watched them as a playlist. I never paid attention to what albums were on it or like what albums had just come out mm-hmm. that correlated with that concert tour. Um, so I just, it's like always been a 
kind of medley of their whole career. But I am I'm I'm sad that the, I didn't get to see. I really wanted to see Snapshoot and I really wanted to see Network Love. Um I wanted you to see Moonwalk uh, Moonwalker or whatever. Yeah, I would have. That's the one that. that I've never seen. It's the one I've never seen live. Um, Moonwalker is a, a um, performance unit song from the Oh My album, the You Make My Day. Um, and that's like one of the performance unit songs that I've never seen live. Um, but it's okay. I can always watch their album showcase in order to see 24 7 and Network Love. It's fine. Yeah, well, I mean, I had a great time. I thought it was a great show. I mean, they like they were destroying, um, like they all did so so good. Um, but like overall, as a show, I don't know. I feel like it went by very quickly, mm. or like I said with the VCRs or whatever. Unlike other shows I've seen, there wasn't like huge. Uh, changes in like tone or whatever mm -hmm. you know what I mean like they did the museum part that yeah, was like a little that was silly more lighthearted. but I don't know and there wasn't anything like nobody did any cover songs mm -hmm. or like they didn't mix into a weird unit for a special stage like yeah. I don't know it's just very straightforward and like they did a lot of the like older classic songs that you want instead of doing new things mm -hmm. I don't know it was just kind of interesting yeah it is interesting and I mean 17 is such a um they are such an impeccable performers um and they obviously like are do a lot of work to like put out the um image of themselves as a group that like a very specific image of themselves mm -hmm. as a group. Um, so it makes sense to me that like, I, I guess this, this looking at this set list now, I think it probably is more of like a representation of them and their career and like where they are now. Um, and it was flawless, like from start to finish, every note was live, like the dancing was amazing. Uh, at a certain point in one of the men's, I think it was, was it Songkwan that like said, oh, is that when you messed up to like Hoshi or Mingyu or something? I don't remember, but somebody said something about messing up. Yeah, somebody, one of the members called out another member for supposedly like making a mistake in one of the songs. And I was like, that's ridiculous. Like there's nothing I would never have noticed, even a hair out of place. Um and you sort of mentioned how like after the show you were you were saying how there really wasn't any kind of like bullshitting, you know, like there wasn't yes, a lot there of wasn't like a lot goofy of bullshitting. Banter. I feel like every other K-pop show I've ever seen, like in and especially because there's so many of them, I would have expected it. The kind like because it would happen for 45 minutes of of shiny concerts yeah. where two people go change clothes and then the ones left on stage like just bullshit and like banter yeah. with the crowd or like in Monster X they play like the water bottle flipping game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like and it's just very like informal and everyone's like razzing on each other, mm -hmm. but I feel like there was none of that. Like the men's were very straight, mostly very straightforward other than like Hoshi messing around. Mm -hmm. And there was <laughs> that one men's in the uh like toward the end when they were sitting on the back like platform oh, yeah. and they had us do the um, Oh yeah. The oh, cha cha oh to you. Yeah. Um but yeah, they didn't like they didn't they didn't go off script a lot, I <laughs> yeah. guess, is the idea that like they had a very specific plan, you know, like a tight tight ship, tight three uh -huh. hours and 
we're out of here. Um, which I, I like respect that performance, like showmanship or whatever. And that like professionalism, it's very, it was amazing to see. It was just incredible. And there were so many fun, like people in the audience, like they got really dressed up. There was that one girl who was dressed. She came as mm -hmm. like carrot bong cosplay. Mm -hmm. She was wearing all white and she was wearing a blue wig with a little like pink diamond in her hair. It was really cute. Um, I also noticed in the crowd that there were a lot of fanboys, which was fun. Uh -huh. um, we saw like walking around after the concert, a lot of like groups of just boys, like not like a boy that got like dragged along uh -huh. with a group of friends, but like a whole group of guys that just went to the show together. Right behind us, there was a guy that at the beginning of the show or before the show started, he had uh, like gotten a phone call and I heard I overheard him on the phone being like, oh, like, sorry, man, like I got uh, I got invited to like go to this concert tonight. So like I, I can't see you or whatever. And so I had kind of just like assumed in hearing in overhearing that conversation that maybe he didn't really know the group and he had just like oh, I have an extra ticket. Like, you want to come? Uh -huh. But he was dancing and singing along and having such a great time the whole time. It was so fun. Um, it was it was just great. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. It was great. It was a great crowd. I loved the sheer amount of light sticks. <gasps> I there were so many light sticks. I will say that I was, like, a little sad, though, that there was no... There was no fancy to the light sticks, and a lot of people had theirs oh, turned yeah. to be, like, red or whatever, probably so they can, like, look at videos later and see themselves or whatever, but I wanted mm. them all to be the same color, and it was, like, annoying me that some people had, like, changed theirs. Oh, yeah. Because, like, at SM shows, they force the color on you. Like, yeah, they, like, they sync up the <laughs> they sync up the light sticks, um, and that's kind of what they did at KCON, too, when they gave us all the all bracelets yeah. um, that they were, like, synced all together so that the the crowd would have like patterns of color and this was like that most of them were white and there were just like a couple that were a different color right. um but they didn't have any kind of like they didn't blink or do or anything, anything like that they just um, were but there were so many of I them and I, but i also saw someone with a shouting star like yeah. way over to our left that always makes me laugh yeah 17 would be proud how she's a huge oh shovel. yeah oh yeah oh yeah love yeah. to see it you love to see it um, well, I think that's I think that's all there is to say. We had a wonderful time. Yeah. You can tell by how tired and brain dead we are that 17 blew our minds. Absolutely. <laughs> Mel melted our brains away. I'm going to go home and just go right go back, back to sleep mm -hmm. onto my couch. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so I'm so happy for everybody who's already gotten to see 17 this year and for everybody who's about to see them in the next couple of weeks. Get ready, um, y'all. I hope that y'all had as much fun as we did or will have as much fun as we did and uh good work 17 please take a nap when you're oh, done with yes. this oh yes i please. hope that you guys finish this tour strong and healthy have so much fun and then go back to korea and sleep and rest for like a month and then you can start working on whatever else you want to do agreed all right and with that we'll be right back with our random game all right, we're back. And we're truly shook by the Random Game Group for the first time ever. Yeah, I am surprised. We have very little information, but the information that we do have has shook us to our core. It's given me a lot more questions than I started with. Um, so we got a group, a boy group named N-O-M, or NOM. And there seems to be some disagreement on the internet of whether or not NOM stands for nature of man or no other man. 
But either way, they debuted in 2013 Mm -hmm. um, as originally five members um, with a company called JM Star Entertainment. And they lost two members, like a member in 2014, one in 2015, replaced both of them. And then they disbanded in February 2016. But the thing about this group, why we are so shook, is that every picture that we have seen so far... And several fan descriptions are claiming that this was like a homoerotic group mm-hmm. that performed in gay clubs. And every picture of this group we can see, these boys are in little bitty underpants, uh-huh. so much makeup, high heels. Yeah, like platform go-go boots while wearing, t- like a pretending to play tennis in a whitey tidies and some one of the fan accounts was like talking about how they wished that the music videos focused more on the music and less on the on the, their bodies. the bodies of the boys um so i don't really know what to expect like, i don't either but one of the thumbnails on youtube says like has says nom concert opening and these there is just like full leather daddies in tiny tiny underpants and strutting downstairs in like platform high heels there's like so much happening i don't even know what to think i can't believe this existed and that i've never known about it Uh, yeah i can't either um but they didn't exist for long they're jm stone and excuse me jm star entertainment um announced on february 1st 2016 um that the group had disbanded um they it didn't really say why. It just said that they were go- no longer going to be active and that uh, three of the members were getting ready to stand in front of fans again with a new look. Um, and those three members were photographed with another group called Seven Stone. Um, but I don't know if that group ever actually debuted. Um, this article is kind of old and I, I didn't look into it, but we'll, well see. I think we got to f- we got to see this. Yeah. So. The music video, their most popular music video, they only put out two ever, uh, has 71,000 views, and the song is called Nature of Man, like the group, and this thumbnail immediately has, like, a guy with yellowed blonde hair in a cage, so anything could happen, really. Let's let's go. Let's find out. <laughs> ah! Very, very, very scary A girl is walking through. No, I hate this. Walking up some creepy stairs, and there's a very scary doll. Suit of armor. Oh, Oh my God. Shirtless man. And the breathing. Exercising. Ugh, this breathing. (laughs) Okay, push ups. Virgin Mary's statue. We haven't seen any of the members' faces, but we have seen all of their abs. Oh, there's a face. Oh my god. Oh my god. That. He's like voguing while another guy, like, they're drinking red wine out of champagne flutes, which is horrible. Stop showing us, Oh my god, those shoes. <gasps> Crop vest, high leather boots. But this woman is like in a wedding dress and her husband is wearing a vest with no shirt on underneath, a cropped blazer, and very tall patent leather heels. 
Oh my, oh my god. god. Shirtless and so dancing gay. in the strobe with the <gasps> I am aghast. Oh my god. What would 17 think? <laughs> There's okay, also the a lot of fake like tattoos so that they can just Wow, like, do you think grind. that back piece is real? It might be because it's like showing in all of his outfits. Whoa, what is What's, happening? One of them is in chains and there's like bare hairy legs walking. Oh my what god. Holy shit. Oh. You guys, this has to be seen to believed. Yeah, this is a time where Look I'm telling this you, up we right cannot describe now. this to you. Right now, pause and pause us. Oh Why? no, the bride is standing covered in cobwebs. Oh, the doll. <laughs> oh, new, he's dancing with a corpse with a bride. Corpse. While somebody else is like humping the air in his like leather pants. Oh, the breathing. Oh my God, you cannot cut shots of a corpse bride with someone doing shirtless push-ups. Oh my God, this cobweb corpse bride. Oh, and now he's just like yelling at a statue and we're back to the dominatrix dragging. Oh, yes, work, honey. Fan kicks. <laughs> okay, shoes. these are just shots that have already been shown. Yeah. No new footage, just reshooing it. Oh, my God. Uh, also, this song is nothing. Oh, there's only four boys in this. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't I I don't I, know what to do with that. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> I mean like um huge huge props for um trying something in a very like homophobic society to try to like Sure. I mean I'm doing not something like, different and um it was interesting. It was surely interesting. It was surely interesting. I, I'm i kind of, I will say like, I almost don't even really feel like this song fits the definition of K-pop aside from the fact that this group is Korean because there was no synchronized choreography. It was just like them dance, like it honestly just looked like they were freestyling, like cage dancers in a club, yes. right? Just like grooving to the beat. Yeah. The song itself doesn't really follow any of the like compositional patterns or structures that K-pop songs usually do. There was no rapping. There was not even really like a chorus or a bridge. Mm -hmm. It was kind of just like weird ambient club music. music. Um, it was very, that's very, it was very, very different from maybe, that maybe anything we've ever gotten on the random yes. game. Yes. Very different yeah. because I do think it does fit 
if the if the reports because again we found so little information about this group if the reports are correct and this is a group that performed in gay clubs then it makes like one, it makes so yes, much sense it does, because they are just like go go dancing and yeah. like you could imagine it like on a club yeah. stage like it makes sense but yeah as as something that would compared to every other random game we've ever done this is wildly out of the box it sure is it sure is. And but yeah, I think we're just so I feel like we're just so shocked because you just like don't see this thing. We've seen a million like girl groups that were put together like just to like do softcore porn videos. Yes, we basically. Have. Those are pretty disappointing. And so this like a boy version of it is just, I feel I just feel so shook. A boy version of it that is not for the female gaze. Right. Because the because when those girl groups are put together to be softcore porn, that's for men. Entirely. Right. And this, like this softcore porn group of boys, this is not for women. Yeah, like, this is, this for men is as well. definitely not for women. Um, so that's fun. Yeah. I mean, I love to objectify a man. So thanks, NOM, for yeah. my daily dose of male objectification. Maybe someday uh, someone else will, you know, say they were inspired by this. Like, I don't know, maybe maybe nature of man meant something to someone. Somewhere. Maybe, maybe. Well, all I know is I can't wait to watch whatever this I can't wait to watch this concert is. opening and just, you know, yeah, this is going to be wild, especially in comparison to like the concert that we saw last night. Yeah. And then to just be like, this is what a concert could be. <laughs> yeah. So I'm excited to see it. Um, do you have a, a recommendation this week? Um, I do. Actually, my only recommendation is um, because I was surprised to hear it last night um, and because I do think it is very good, I will recommend the song Space from Love and Letter, which is by the hip hop unit plus DK. Um, it's really good. It's very like calm and relaxing. It's a great B-side. Um, that's my specific recommendation. But I also say like... If you're listening to this now and you've never heard uh, Seventeen or you only know their newer stuff, please listen to the Love and Letter Repackage album. It's fantastic. That's great. I'm going to buy it on the way out the door. Yeah, so I can listen to it, it on the way home. Trust me. Trust me. <laughs> Woo whoop. My recommendation is for a video that absolutely made my week this week um it is on the 17 youtube channel but the magazine 17 yeah not yeah, the group yeah, yeah, 17 yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's confusing but the video is called 17 plays superlatives i think maybe by the time this episode comes out there might be the second half with the mm. other half of the members but the one i'm re recommending specifically is the only one i've seen so far which is 17 plays superlatives with being you and Hoshi and Boo and Woozy and uh, June and Vernon. Mm -hmm. That's the gang. Anyway, Vernon looks like he absolutely can't stand any of them and would like <laughs> rather be anywhere else. Boo says some of the funniest things he's ever said. It's just quality. Yeah. It's just a quality video and it made me laugh so hard. It so. is very funny. I will say, like, even as a hardcore 17, 17 fan, um, they have, so, like, they get chosen, they get, like, questions, like, who's the biggest flirt? And then they have to, like, pick from, like, heads on popsicle yeah, sticks, like, who is the biggest flirt or who's the messiest or whatever. But all of the little popsicle stick heads that they have are them with brown hair and even knowing, like, all of them, you... <laughs> 
I couldn't tell them apart sometimes. Like when they would put up the the um, the little heads, yeah. I just like always thought it was Mingyu. <laughs> I don't know. I couldn't tell them apart in those tiny popsicle heads, but that was a great video. Yeah. Good questions from Seventeen Magazine and great answers from, from 17, Seventeen The Group. Love it. Um, okay, that's it for this week. <clears throat> If you would like to get in contact with us, see some videos from this concert at AMA K-pop Pod on Instagram and Twitter, amakpoppod at gmail.com for emails. I'm melting. It's like all <laughs> here we go. Almost You're so close. done. You're so close. Uh ask me about K pop the podcast on YouTube. Uh the voicemail, 81 AMA K pop five. If you want to leave us a voicemail. And, oh, one thing I wanted to say because people keep messaging us about it. We haven't talked about Chen yet because that news came out after we recorded at Banked Episodes. Yeah. And I want to wait for the dust to settle. And this episode was not about Chen. This episode was about 17. So this was not the appropriate context for it. But we'll get to it. Yeah, I just wanted to say, like, we're definitely aware. We'll say something. We're going to know. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it sometime. <laughs> um, we'll be back next week with some fun stuff. And then another concert wrap-up from us for Super M. Yes. So if you're going to be at Super M, find us. We'll have buttons. And we'll have an outgoing friend who's going to force buttons around yes. on people. And if you're willing to force buttons upon people, if you are an outgoing person and are going to be at the Super M concert and maybe wouldn't mind handing out some buttons for us, let us know. And maybe we'll give you like a little bundle. Yeah, we can. And we, we have would lots. greatly appreciate <laughs> the help. Um, okay. I'm going to go now. We need a nap. So we'll see you guys later. Bye. Okay. We're po- I know we said that we were done and we ended the whole show, but we have to come back because we did watch the weird concert performance that we said that we were going to. Yes. And the comments led us to find out how this whole... Uh, thing, thing happened came to be so <laughs> apparently the group that we watched their music video they are nom nature of man and everything we said about the gay concept and the music video like all of that was indeed correct that is true <laughs> but the statement i read from jm star entertainment was about a different boy group called nom no other man that's and probably the group that was on supposed my list. to be <laughs> The, in the random yes. number generator. So we'll keep them there in case we get them uh-huh. later. And we won't tell you a lot about them now, but we just have to pop back in to point out that we were crossing some wires. <laughs> and that's why we saw what we saw, but it was too fun and we have to keep it in. And I still stand by uh, that needs to be seen to believe. Absolutely. So if you haven't already pot turned us off and pulled that up, then do it right now. Okay. Goodbye for real now. Jonghyun, <laughs> you're our inspiration. 